All right, no intro once again. Uh, Somewhatly Rossi on wrestling, but now I'm here with the man who I recorded the last time and got uh, <laughs> deleted because it's poor quality with Billy. How you doing, Bill? Yeah, it was my fault. I'm poor quality for most things. Well, in the background, you might be hearing a little bit of the uh, WWE 365 from AJ Styles because this is raw. This is just off of the heels of Survivor Series 2018. Without getting into all the details, we'll break down match by match. Really just probably going to focus on the last two. But uh, overall, what did you feel for this pay-per-view? I Coming was, up. I was shocked because it was decent. <laughs> I was very surprised. <laughs> I actually feel the same way. I think this is a pay-per-view that might actually be worth watching again. It wasn't the full four hours. It was about three hours and 20-some-odd minutes, which is somewhat, you know... It's reasonable. Swallowable. Yeah. Swallowable, is that a word? I guess. I Just became know. one. Anyway, so yeah, we're hot off the heels off of Survivor Series 2018. The final match of the card. We'll start here. Brock Lesnar defeats Daniel Bryan in a match... That you brought, pissed me the fuck off for the most <laughs> part, but at the ending it, it took a good turn. I was happy to see him get a little bit of a comeback. Yeah, I think it was you know we were sitting there and Bill started getting very upset. Like it was just like you know another one Furious. of those matches that Brock Lesnar just dominates, a la against John Cena, uh, SummerSlam 2014, where he's just dominating, 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 and then hits an F5. You think the match about to end, lifts Daniel Bryan up, and then kind of well, everybody the always is like, well, if this was a real match. It's not a fucking real match. None yeah. of these are real fucking matches. So you can do whatever you want. Well, technically so, it's a real match. It's not... Uh... Yeah, it's not real life. Like, <laughs> yes. it's all a story. So tell me a good story. They actually did. Took a while to get there, but it built my, uh, I don't know, interest a little bit more of me being like, what the fuck? And then finally, like, I texted a few people like, if this fucking happens, I'll be rip shit. What so, happens, though? The, the, the clean squash oh, all the way yes. through. And it wouldn't make sense. So right now, I think the one thing coming off of that match, great match. Definitely want to watch that one again. Uh, obviously, yeah, the first, you know, I think it was like six minutes of the match was just Brock Lesnar dominating, which probably could have been four, and we probably yeah. still could have got to that result, but I think it built in, it just felt like they were trying to overly book Daniel Bryan as a face, but we just saw Daniel Bryan become a heel on Tuesday, so this match just seemed out of place in the yeah, characterization. Yeah, the announcers were putting him over as a baby face. But, like, wh- like I get Brock Lesnar is supposed to be the evilest of all evil heels, but if Daniel Bryan in this position, it just was very awkward. I guess at the end of the day, they needed to put the title on him for him to get here, but how about you do a Becky Lynch-type storyline where, like, AJ gets injured and it's like we need a replacement. Oh, yeah, you're trying to apply logic, <laughs> as uh, one podcast would say, to an illogical situation. We, we put way more thought into this than they do. I know, but I know they just wanted Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar, and clearly they With weren't no going to... build. And, yeah, but they weren't going to get it. We're not going to get it at WrestleMania, even though they, we should. Uh, but overall, that match was excellent. If that was the main event of a WrestleMania, I, yeah. my, I'm, my hands are... I'm like my Oh, my cat's attacking my friend. Um, <laughs> so this is raw. We have a couple people over here. Um, but yeah, it is a that would have been an excellent way to end a WrestleMania. Like the crowd would have been nuts because Daniel Bryan would have been a face. Daniel Bryan gets introduced in the in the middle of the ring and people are kind of like boo yeah. Uh, like they were just uncomfortable yeah, cheering was, for him. It was it's because they didn't know what was happening on Tuesday night. That's so true. Why would you know what's happening on Sunday yeah, night? Yeah, and no, no build and no to AJ a story. Styles, who's the biggest baby face in the company, probably right outside of Daniel Bryan a week ago. But uh, it was, that was just kind of weird. But, again, the match was excellent. I thought Daniel Bryan came across like a superstar. I actually thought he was going to pull off the win when he hit that first yeah. knee. I thought we were going to get it. The low blow, refs down. Good, but that would never happen with Brock Lesnar going back to UFC. But I get it. Yeah. It's fine. It's a good point. Like, you know, again, but when you watch that match, you could lo- I think that match did everything as a wrestling fan wants. You lost yourself. And in the background here, we're watching last year's uh, AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar. had a very similar style match. But I actually think Daniel Bryan may even pulled off, I think this match is going to go in his favor more than AJ did a year ago. Well, because he was a heel, technically, the way he was wrestling in the match, which makes it a little more interesting. He got the low blow in. So I was I was 
pleasantly surprised by that, and I was pleasantly surprised by Ronda Charlotte as well. Yeah, that match, let's get right into that. That match was nuts. Match uh, of the night. It, match of the night, just impressive. Ronda Rousey's always impressive, but I think, you know, you said it when we were watching the match itself, when the spear... When she, Ronda Rousey got she hit by the spear, she just knows how to work. She just looked. She really did like what they call like the drunk driver. Like she just went limp and she took that spear, and it looked so realistic. Yeah, the whole match was, I'd say, pretty flawless. There was no uh, what I'm used to seeing with a lot of these matches, not just women's matches, every match where this clunkiness in between. They sold every little thing. I was thoroughly impressed by that. I usually am by Ronda Rousey. She's had a couple of clunkers in the past, but on point tonight as usual. The blood, everything, the way Charlotte Helped. turned at the end. I yeah. th- see, so I guess, you know, yeah, let's jump color. into the end a little bit because I feel like this match was booked as if they just, it was Becky Lynch, let's say that. I think they just plug and played with Charlotte. Um, you know, I thought it was the best match Ronda Rousey's had one-on-one. I thought Nia Jax and her at oh, that was uh, incredible. Survivor, was that SummerSlam when they, uh, that was... I think it was their first pay-per-view match. The first, so it was Money in the Bank. Yeah. And I thought that was a really good one because it was a big one, like a big powerful, like... Uh, actual opponent for Ronda Rousey as a realistic competitor, but this match had everything, like just power, back and forth, believability. So, but I do think they booked it just as if it was Becky Lynch, because then at the end, the kendo sticks come out of no. First of all, where are kendo sticks? Like at oh, my I'm house, not... you don't have kendo sticks. I do. You, you I just have, have laying around. Yeah, and a big cross over my bed. <laughs> That's what my headboard is. Is that what it is? Instead yes. of swords, yeah. like some people have swords in their room, people have kendo sticks. Anyways, but yeah, so she pulls out a kendo stick. Did my cat just attack another person? <laughs> Didn't want you play with the cat. Play with the cat. All right. Sorry, we got cat on the loose. Cat's pulling on Brock Lesnar. Won't go. Won't get taken down. But yeah, so I thought that uh, Ronda Rousey, you know, taking the beating at the end was. That's what I thought they would have done if it was Becky. So I'm just a little confused on where we go from here. But standalone tonight, excellent. And Charlotte Flair looked like a maniac. Oh yeah, it was great. She sold everything very well. Yeah. Um. It was. It was actually disappointing to me because I don't have stuff to complain about, and that's usually my <laughs> we'll, go-to. We'll work our way down to some things to complain but about. I was. Very happy with the main event. Uh, solid work from uh, both participants in that yeah. one. And I think just to like, so we're bouncing around a little bit, but you have the last two matches being the actual best two matches, I think, not only on the card, but anticipation. Like, they didn't throw out. Well, there like, was no anticipation, but like, well, of think, the night. Yes, like, just for the Raw vs. SmackDown side of it. But I think, like, you thought, okay. You're going to throw, like, the men's, you know, elimination in between them. Or you're going to throw the women's elimination. Or maybe you throw the tag team. They didn't do that. You had the two biggest on-the-card style matches, your champions versus champions, the last two matches, you never see that because I think WWE believes they need to put a buffer in between. Yeah, the popcorn break. And they didn't do that, and I think it worked. I think this card yeah. flowed really well. and uh, It was yeah. built like how you would build a live crowd card. Yeah, that's what like or like a boxing card or like oh like how let's you go the independence. That's what you yeah. see when you look at a New Japan card. Sometimes they'll do it, but really you look at a Ring of Honor card. They're usually having their best two matches at the end or their most anticipated matches at the end. So everyone like it just it's it's like a movie. You don't have like a big part of your movie lead to some sort of small like sleeping part and then usually bring it back. Those ups and downs happen throughout movies, but this like they ended on a nice crescendo here. And I guess I'm just really confused where we're going with Charlotte though. Is Charlotte now like? A deranged heel, and now we're gonna turn Becky face, or like, is Becky's gonna have a ton of sympathy from the crowd? The best thing to me that happened in this match was that they didn't give it a real ending, which is what I was initially worried about when they booked this match, and I didn't have any faith in WWE to do what they did tonight, and they actually did it in both of the big matches, which is uncharacteristic and shocking. So maybe that's a good thing going forward. I'll have to wait and see, but I think though slowly build it back up to another match because they can't really face each other any other well, time because they're on different brands. That's the thing. And the only way we'll ever see these two again or even we'll just add Becky in the mix is there's something to do with the Royal Rumble 
uh, winner. It's going to have to be Ronda holding on to this title, which we know she's going to be going going up against Nia Jax in the near future. Um, I don't really understand the angle at the end. She like snapped her neck, but was okay. She like got up and like yeah. She off. basically would have killed it. Like <laughs> like that's like an injury. Like it's when uh, Dean Ambrose got the cement bricks on oh, his head. Yeah. They actually kept him out for a little yeah, while because he was filming that movie. But you know, it's like when the Undertaker hung Big Boss Man at WrestleMania and he was <laughs> back the next night wrestling. Yeah, and he it's was like, like nothing you did, happened. <laughs> you did a move worthy of like. That should be a couple months. Minimum. Yeah. Like, stretcher job. And they didn't oversell it. Like, she didn't get a stretcher job. She, like, it, there's there's the time to be tougher then. And then there's the time to be realistic. And be like, okay, you know what? That would have been a good spot for Ronda to get rolled out of the ring, maybe put on a stretcher and rolled yeah. out of there. A lot of sympathy from the crowd. At the end of the crowd was chanting for Becky. Yeah, so, I didn't know what they were chanting. No, yeah, it was a weird crowd. I'll say that, and we can uh, talk about a member of that crowd in just a few minutes. But uh, let's just run through the rest of the card here. Um, we'll, we'll start, go back to the top. I know you didn't see this match. Nothing to write home about. Uh, the pre-show, only one pre-show match, first time ever. It was an 11-on-10 Survivor Series match. Yeah, that's right, because Kalisto buckled his knee in the Raw vs. SmackDown tag team elimination match. So Kalisto really might be hurt. Not quite Alex Smith of the Redskins hurt, <sighs> but uh, yeah, it was bro. Yeah, I, I will go back. Not yet, but check that one out. I Maybe will go back and watch this because it's some it's of fun. my favorite workers in the entire company. Well, in like this we match. said, you had the entire um, history of NXT on the Raw brand yeah. versus the SmackDown, just better tag team division. SmackDown goes over with the Usos being the uh, sole survivors, eventually ending. Okay, since so you didn't see it, who do you think the last team for Raw was? Raw. So Raw had uh, revival. Uh, revival, yes. Which I actually was which surprised. Which is good because I love the revival. It's the yeah. right way to book it. Give them a little bit of credence. They they took out the new day. Um, really like the work in this match. When you go back and see it, if you want, uh, really like the work of the Lucha House Party. It's gonna be a tough one to remember. Really like the good Lucha thing. Yeah, and yeah, oh, they tried to do the lucha. Very embarrassing point where uh, I think it was Grand Metal League tried to do the like arm raising lucha loot, and nobody was doing it. And then the Usos do it for like an Uso, and the crowd's going wild. Yeah, the crowd, you can tell right off the bat, was not in it for Raw. Like, SmackDown is the over show, if you would, from, like, a fan base when they're going head-to-head. Uh, yeah, I mean... Well, just from crowd reaction. Yeah. Like, every time there was something for Raw, they were booing. Like, it was just kind of funny at one point. So then uh, the actual um, night kicks off with the women's elimination match that had Nia Jax as the sole survivor as... Uh, I think we, we I kind of predicted that one a little bit. She ends up taking out Oscar um, at the end. Now, Nia Jax bucket of heat right now yeah i mean you needed to do this to her she inadvertently well became a bigger star because of this because i think she intentionally punched becky lynch in the face There's a lot of speculation there yeah. it, whether she did on Jesus purpose she didn't christ the reason i right now feel a little different i was kind of buying into that she may have realistically punched her in the face but right now this the fact that becky had nothing to do with this event the fact that becky i kind of right now unfortunately feel like it's kind of lost we'll see how it plays out on tuesday or maybe even tomorrow night on Raw, um, I'm a little intrigued by it, but I don't know now if it was a fake thing. But Nia Jax is now the bucket face. She calls herself the the face breaker. That's not bad. <laughs> you know, who, wait, who else broke? Who was the person who broke um, Oksana? Remember Oksana? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Naomi yep. or somebody. She, like, yeah, she had the, the mask for a while. Too, yeah, yeah, that was... Uh, she didn't get over like that, though. No. Uh, she wasn't taking out somebody that people really cared about. But, yeah, so the Raw women won that match. Then we had Seth Rollins for Shinsuke Nakamura in a match. We were kind of a little distracted two people by. I do not care about. Really? Yeah, I don't care. I mean, they're Seth? both. Yeah, I Lost don't. a little bit of steam? He just he doesn't do it for me, especially as the baby face. And every time I see him in you know in the wrestling ring, yeah. he does phenomenal things, but he doesn't put it all together for every match. This one, 
like you said, we were a little distracted during it. It was a fine match, and Shinsuke Nakamura doesn't, to me, deliver every night. His moves are a little soft-sold throughout matches. I'm not invested like I am when I see, you know, uh, Daniel Bryan get in the ring or a Ronda Rousey get in the ring. People who I know are going to deliver throughout the whole match, and they're just not going through the motions of their moves to get to the high spots. I don't want to disagree with you to agree with you, but I think what the thing is, I don't feel like, and I felt this way for a while. I remember being at WrestleMania, and that was maybe the most comfortable, but I don't feel like Shinsuke Nakamura is like comfortable as a WWE superstar, let's say. I think he sees and feels those restrictions on him. That if you watch, if you go back, and I hate to be that wrestling fan. It's like, oh, go watch him in New Japan. I didn't watch a ton of New Japan. I Just went watch back. him against Sami Zayn in the first match. Oh, yeah, that, I was at that. that, that that's, brought, a, that's a great point. It brings the house down. He just, and you can tell, both those guys just 100% into it. I know there's a different enthusiasm probably when you're first coming into a company, but you're right. That looked like the Shinsuke Nakamura we need to see more intelligent. He could be a face, he can be a heel, but he does that in the ring. And these big match uh, atmospheres, like a Seth Rollins is a perfect opportunity. And yeah, we just didn't get that level. It felt like every move he made and every move he gave had like that like smack to it. And sometimes it's just like, all right, I get these three kicks in, run to the corner, and then do my little flip thing. It's like, no, nah, you got to deliver every piece of the thing like it's meaningful. And I just don't feel like he ever does that anymore. Yeah, I think especially where he's in this weird kind of position as, you know, the U.S. champion. We thought he'd be a much bigger star. He was excellent in NXT. Um, By the way, we just saw it. He won the Royal Rumble? Yeah, this year. I completely fucking forgot. Yeah, he it's was. It's like there. when Randy Orton won the Royal Rumble. No, that was just... And I completely fucking <laughs> forgot. Well, it's just because Roman Reigns, whoever Roman Reigns is in the match with last, he's the one who's going to win. Oh um, but not this time, leukemia. We're going to kick your ass, bitch. Um... But yeah, so that match actually went 21 minutes, which is kind of surprising to me. I think that's a match I'm going to go back and watch, maybe underappreciated a little bit. Uh, but yeah, it just didn't stand out the way I thought that match would. Then we had the Authors of Pain, the Tag Team Champions versus Tag Team Champions versus Cesaro and Sheamus with Big Show in the corner of the bar. Which Why? Re- yeah, just because he's healthy. Because yeah. he's healthy. That's really it. And then you had Drake Maverick in the corner of Stud. AOP, who you're really digging. I know. AOP'd his pants. <laughs> you know, they, they <laughs> Boom. The Wiz Kid. Get a, get, I got them all. Get a t-shirt ready. Yeah. That m- ending of the match was really awkward because there was a, a second where I'm like, am I looking at this guy's bulge? I, I think he was holding whatever thing he yeah, used. Yeah, he was, to clearly. I don't I, think he went full of McMahon and peed his pants for real. Well, I don't think McMahon really peed his I pants. He he had, no, I think he, they said that he had like another one of those things. Uh, but this one was way more uncomfortable because he's like actually grabbing in his crotchal area, pushing it. And it actually did look like the pee was like as verbose, let's say. It wasn't as big, it wasn't as much as they probably expected. Well, he's because, a little guy. Well, yeah, that's a good point. He's a shy. He's shy. <laughs> uh, growing out of shower. Uh, aren't we all? But yeah, so um, AOP goes over in this match, what I thought was a much needed win with their kind of new fancier finish. Yeah, it was um, great. And I liked it. I thought the match was great. Uh, Cesaro. I, Everybody I, in the match is a working stud. Absolutely. They really strong. are. And it's just one of those good matches where it's just powerhouses in there. Yeah. Like, just power moves. Great. Not a lot of flips and flops, even though Cesaro can do just about anything any superstar can do. But uh, I just like the match a lot. Love the finish where AOP goes over because they need to pick up some steam. We need to give that Raw brand something. And I think you said the this Raw on our- SmackDown division is pathetic. Tag team. Tag team, yeah. tag team division is it is, pathetic. and you can see it by watching the. You go back and watch that pre-show match. Look at these tag teams. With all due respect, I know we like to have fun with like a B team, but a B team is like not like they're no Breezango. Like Breeze, I bring though when they, when um, Fandango's back. At least that tag team's like fun and there's character yeah, to it. And every B yeah. teams just slap together and they made the best for a little while. Now they're dead in the water. But it's also when you're wrestling and they booked the tag team division so well for so long too. With like if you're in the ring with the Usos and New Day and caliber of that people you're gonna look amazing and oh, they yeah. always looked amazing and they always do the like the rick flair thing if like you're in a match with one of those teams even if you're the lesser team you're gonna get all your moves in you're gonna like they're gonna sell back and forth for you and they're gonna elevate you yes which is 
what the Raw deck. I mean, they don't even have like it's like one there's no team, division. There's one team that faces one team, straight line to a pay per view. Then yeah. they bring another team in. There's no like no. there's no mid card feuds. Nothing. There's nothing. So let me ask you this: This is total like out of nowhere, out of the blue, left left field. But do you think you know we've gotten the women's division to a point where it's now one of the hottest acts in the company. And there's multiple reasons for the company's purposes, money purposes, all that. But just for what they've done. It's legit deserving. Tonight was the best match on the card. But do you think there's going to be a time, you think in the next, with all these extra events that they do, you think we're going to get a tag team event? I think think the Usos and New Day could have headlined once or twice already. Yep. The Hell in the Cell was, that was fucking. Oh, that was awesome match. Bananas. That was that was Bananas. might have been one of the yeah it's just crazy like if you watch war games from NXT like those type of matches really help and make and sell you on teams because it makes you feel for the team but I do you see like in the future there being like a tag team pay per view it's all tag team matches maybe not all tag team matches because I don't know if they have uh, just the sheer roster but like I was saying when we were watching the event about like ah uh, Becky Lynch might not deserve the WrestleMania main event well you don't know that until you you get like to get them there you have to book them in there yeah so if you tell people the tag teams are important they're gonna get importance just by you showing them yes. that hey they're the main event pay attention to this and the usos and new day uh, and like the bar those are people who can headline if you do it the right way you can get, like the young, the young bucks are the hottest act in wrestling yeah and they're a tag team and they're never not going to be a tag team and i would pay money to go see them headline an event yeah, no, see, I I just wonder if they're going to do it at some point, just because they've done just about everything they have to do. Like, if they even if it was a tag team tournament to crown, like, a co-branded champion, something, I could just see in the near future just doing a tag team event. But we'll see. I don't know if the demand, it's not going to, let's be honest, it's not going to get CNN headlines like a women's no. match would. But uh, we'll move on. Then the sleeper match of the night. Oh, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, buddy. Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, I thought this match, I remember talking to you, I said they'll give them six minutes. It'll be really fun to watch. Buddy Murphy defeating Mustafa Ali to retain the Cruiserweight Championship in 12 minutes and 20 seconds. That is a real long time for a brand that doesn't get televised on anywhere oh, but was, the network. It was great. And I don't remember, uh, they did the NXT people for the commentary, right? Or the 205 well, Live. Well, technically the 205 Live, yeah. but you basically had, I forget, uh, classic white toast in the middle. Yeah. Then you had... Um, I just say to say this. Per- well, Percy. Per- get Percy Harvin away Percy from... Percy Harvin. No, Percy. <laughs> yeah. Percy Harvin's nowhere near this. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, Percy Watson, is that his name? Yeah. Get, and then... Get him away. Why can't I think of Nigel McGuinness, yeah. who I actually really have come to like in the yeah, beginning? He's great. I didn't like him. He's definitely gotten comfortable in that position there. Um, I'm so positive. I'm not usually this positive. I think he's just playing with a. Yeah, he's playing with string. Uh, but yes, but the match itself really good. The thing is with 205 Live, I am not. I'm not a watch. I'm not currently watching it. I'm not probably going to ever really sit down and invest my all my time when it's on the network and I kind of either fall asleep to it or pop it on or somebody tells me to watch it. I'll watch a I YouTube have to clip. See a clip. Yeah, on That's, YouTube. And but this was a great sales pitch oh, for fantastic. the division. Buddy Murphy is a maniac. Mustafa Ali. There was that move we talked about a few times where Mustafa Ali's on the top rope and. Buddy Murphy like swings his leg out and he drops all the way down, hitting his head on the side of the ring. It was just nuts. Oh, like if that's for days, yeah, and yeah. one false move there, this guy's face is gone. Yeah. This guy looks worse than Jim Ross right now on on Twitter. <laughs> he is his face is destroyed. Or Becky Lynch. Or be, yeah, be, yeah, seriously. Looks like you get into a fight with Nia Jax. Yeah. But the thing that they should do, and they're doing a lot of the things that WCW did wrong throughout the course of the Monday Night Wars lately: booking old people, bringing back old people, pushing. Oh, we're old gonna get people. to that next. But the thing that they should borrow is. Put the cruiserweights in the first ten minutes of Raw. Yeah, it, so it is funny because they tried that. 
I don't think they're going to do it, but I think you're right. Like, if you saw, like... when the cruiserweights were all grapplers. Yeah. When I would watch a cruiserweight match on Raw, and it was just headlocks for 10 minutes. Yeah, you got like, Tony Nese and, and TJP. What, yeah, just go out there and do what they did tonight. Think about it. That was Three a 12-minute minute match. You cut that in half, and I'm not trying to ever shorten wrestling. It's three hours. I don't care if now... Well, we don't go to 11.05 anymore. It was actually perfect this past Monday, but... You got if you put in a six minute match, let's say even in that nine o'clock slot, if you tell people and let's say what if you turn the cruiserweight title into like a television title? Yeah. So every so Defend. whatever so whatever happens, so on cruiserweight uh two oh five live, you have a one number one contenders match every week. On Raw, then you have a championship defense every week. I think it just invests. You don't have to do this forever. It's like the hardcore title twenty four seven. Like this doesn't have See to last works. forever, but it will invest people into like, oh, this is why I have to watch this, this is why I have to watch that. There's multi gives you multiple reasons to watch and connect people with your network, but oh it's crazy. Get out of here. <laughs> now my cat's trying to knock over water. My cat's over, by the way. My cat is uh he's <laughs> over. He, you were quicker than the cat there. That was pretty good. I've seen a lot of glass shatter in this apartment. Anyway, so that match, uh, I give a lot of credit. Buddy Murphy again goes over and he goes over on Alexa Bliss at least twice a week, I'm sure. Um My hero. Yeah, seriously. Then we got Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. And one of the oddest just layout of teams, you have Farad, Ziggler, McIntyre, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Bobby Lashley. Lashley. The travesty. I know. We can just get right into it. that he was not given any speaking role tonight. At all. L- and there was multiple scenes with him. Yes. There, literally, yeah. there are people who are, that I know dearly, I guess, I don't know, who are <laughs> big-time wrestling fans who like this guy there, but fucking hate him they despise he gets, him he's like x-pac heat yeah he's 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 good but he's so bad like people's girlfriends and wives they're like i hate this guy and that's what he's supposed to do that's what you need in wrestling and he had moments tonight where he could have stepped up and done something and they didn't give him a speaking role yeah. ridiculous and it was weird too especially the one in the back where they were kind of going oh, around yeah. braun Strowman came in it was perfect lineup too he goes up to ziggler says like i don't trust you goes up mac don't trust you goes up to lash he's like oh you'll get yours goes up to leo rush and says i don't know who you are perfect spot to be like but you know my man lash or lash. something or i'm yeah. like the man of the hour or something nope then goes right over to finn Balor's like i like you it's the whole like you yeah. suck you suck you're cool i'm out like it was dumb. They brought our truth. Our truth was like the comedy relief of the whole night, which should have been Leo Rush's spot because especially that in that yeah. spot, in that time, you could have done the thing on SmackDown. But uh, anyway, so then the team of SmackDown they took on was The Miz, Shane McMahon, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, Jeff Hardy. Gonna come out with my Heat here. Samoa Joe, the first man out of this match. No, my Heat. No, 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 no. You we'll, get the heat? We'll, no, no, no. We'll get to Samoa Joe, which was oh, okay. ridiculous. But the biggest heat of the night for anyone should be the fact that they booked Miz as a goddamn babyface. Oh, it's just weird. And they didn't like try no, to I... play it off with anything. Like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you acting like he was crazy? acting like a goofball, like a legit, yeah. like seventeen-year-old. Like yeah. it was his first like, survival school Miz. Yeah, and like, like not good Miz. Like when he had the hat yeah. and like the three-quarter pants. Ugh. It just if they're gonna turn him into a legit babyface, like don't change his character just change the way you book him a little bit no and i think we realized by again going back to that daniel bryan you don't need babyface you don't need to book somebody to be weak to be a babyface you just book somebody the way you're booking them people want edge to their characters it is very clear right now what wwe needs to do and what they've done we've seen so many heel turns that you just need your characters to have an edge and an aggression and what the miz has done over the past two three years basically since the night after wrestlemania 32 when he beat Zack Ryder for that uh, intercontinental title that has been the perfect miz Yes, he's, with he's, his wife he's on his on, corner. He's been the best all-around character in wrestling. And think about that since was then. three. We're going to be going on three years, and he's been a stud. And he's every exactly, time. and he's gotten so over. He went from being like, I don't want to see the Miz. He went from X Pac heat, like there was Miz heat, like I don't like the Miz, I don't want to see the Miz, to like, oh wow, the Miz is cool enough to watch that feud with Cena. Put him in that position. Now we're going to get this 
goofy, like, 15-year-old happy-to-be-here guy? Don't change his character. Just change the way you book him a little yeah. bit, and you'll get the desired result. It's it's infuri- it's confounding. It really it's, is. It, Look at that. Find the word. Furious. Uh, but, yeah, so Samoa Joe was the first uh, one eliminated in this match, and it pissed me off because I wanted you— what they didn't give you here in this match was uh, you wanted the showdowns of a Samoa Joe in the ring with a Braun Strowman. You wanted a Samoa Joe in the ring with a Bobby Lashley. Again, they give it to the uh, the moment to the best in the world. Oh please! This it was the whole thing actually aggravated me. So Samoa Joe is your first one eliminated. So then you start getting guys like Rey Mysterio in the ring a lot. You get guys like Jeff Hardy, which I, I'll give Hardy a little credit. I don't know. I'm weird. I don't like. Ray, I, I like Rey Mysterio as a superstar. I just don't need him in WWE in 2018. I look at this match. I look at the SmackDown roster. I don't even need him in this match. I don't I don't hate that as much or at all. Actually, I actually kind of appreciate it. And this is coming from a person when he won the Royal Rumble. Oh, and I remember I threw the, the trash. Uh, I, I was furious. <laughs> I fucking used to hate this guy. Well, they did it all because of Eddie Guerrero when you had his cousin, his blood, Chavo Guerrero, push him. But anyways, that's a but podcast for now. Now, I think he is. So what if coming up? I'm I'm fine with him. I'm okay. totally 100% fine if he's there to put people over and maybe end it with a feud with Orton. That's all well and good. It's the people like Brock Lesnar, who I fucking hate being there, and Undertaker, and all of those guys. But I don't mind that so much. What I did mind is the same heat as yours, is the fact that Samoa Joe should have had Shane McMahon's moment at the end. If you want to get all the old man spots of him doing the coast-to-coast and the elbow drop, fine, get it in there. But I think you brought it up. At the end, he should be towing up with the last three guys... Everybody has to get in there to finally take him down. And they win 3-1. Fine. That's fine. 3-0, if you want to end. So the match ends with Strowman going over, eliminating four out of the five guys. You have Strowman, um, McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley, guys you know they want to keep strong in the Raw brand. They clearly don't care about the SmackDown brand when your last guy is Shane McMahon in there. Uh, he's sitting coast-to-coast on everybody. Again, defeats Dolph Ziggler, which is really frustrating. No, no like, return from that best in the world, even though they didn't talk about it really at all. But, like, you thought... Shane McMahon would then get his somewhere in this match. Yeah, and he didn't. He didn't. He looked as strong as anybody. Anybody. He looked stronger than Jeff Hardy, Samoa Joe, The Miz, Rey Mysterio, all the guys on his team. Uh, he was eliminating people. Uh, Finn Balor got eliminated by Rey Mysterio, so that's the only other one. But I just, I don't know. It was very frustrating. These Raw versus, this is where I get, it's difficult. Because you go back a year, it was also Shane McMahon in that same position. And said it was Triple H and Braun Strowman at the end. So Braun Strowman's, you know, has been building himself a nice little track record here on, uh, Survivor Series, but yeah, it's just a frustrating mess. Samoa Joe could have been best suited at the end. There may be some injuries. I've heard something, so maybe they were just getting, getting him them out early. But that's but I just hope. Keep let's out be of honest, match that, that better case. be a thing. Because yeah. if there's if this is just a booking decision, because they want to make Shane McMahon like weird. Here's the thing: when you look at a lot of this pay per view, and we basically run down the whole card in a, in a Pulp Fiction way. Where are we going from here? Is the question, and you don't always have to think that way. I know they do. Well, they say no, they, they do. Don't. They say they, they have no do, fucking say, idea. But. Where does Shane McMahon go? Is he in TLC? So we know the only thing we know for TLC, which is the next pay per view on December seventeenth, sixteenth, uh, is Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose. By the way, no Dean Ambrose, no sighting of him. Every match here was finished one on one, not all clean because we, you know, uh, Charlotte Flair. But there was no AJ Styles. There was no it Dean was Ambrose. So weird. It was. It was no. Uh, no Elias. No Elias. No just Elias. for like an entertainment spot. Anything. Anything from any of those people, even Becky Lynch, just to keep her yes, in the forefront. That's actually one of the most intriguing her ones. There. Her and AJ are really interesting to me. Not even just like in the back, be like AJ being like, I'm disappointed, but I'm going to sit back and watch this match or something. Or even a video message from Becky Lynch. Yeah. Literally anything to keep them uh, in the. Doesn't it make in, you feel, though, that they're they're, they're putting the, the. They're burying her? Not bury, but they're putting the, the, the brakes on this, how cool she is now. But why? She I, was I don't know because you know why because they didn't want this was not the plan the plan was for her to be a heel that everyone hated Charlotte probably go over and now but now look where I we mean, are 
to me, she had the biggest. I I don't know. What what would you say? Like uh, over a moment in the last several years. The past couple of weeks have just been all Becky. She's been building to it. And she then has she now had called the, herself the man. She's gotten the term the man over during a women's evolution, and it's and it cool. Works. And people that I know who hated women's wrestling, every time I talked about it positively, like, ah, I don't get it. They're finally like, all right. And this, these are people who would look at Becky Lynch and be like, I don't see it. And now it's, oh, I see it. She's freaking awesome. Her promo with Edge. Now, it's not going to go down in the annals like this, but her promo with Edge, where the whole the man thing kind of yeah. came from, is like the CM Punk moment for, like the pipe bomb yeah. moment for women's wrestling. Because now she is cool. There is Edge to these characters. It's someone that you almost look at and be like, they don't want her to be this position, but we do. Like, it's kind of like the fans getting their person. Like Daniel Bryan, even, with his with the Yes movement back from WrestleMania 30. Like, this is something that is so strange to not see her anywhere on this card. It's It was lightning in a bottle that they didn't use. And usually yeah. they ride these kind of things into the ground. And they didn't with this for some reason. I don't know. It's baffling why i'm very interested to see how they're gonna pull this thing off come tuesday is she like i just worry she's gonna come out and like be like charlotte like you did all the things i wouldn't have done like just keep the edge to her she can be reprogrammed a little if you need her to be like the face of the situation or the, the no face i'm we'll drop these terms maybe that's what the evolution of this wrestling company needs to be <laughs> drop the terms of face good guy bad guy and just let the best rise and just put guys and girls in matches where storylines are good you need to build storylines, and I was talking about this earlier with uh, our friend Kevin over there. Who? You don't. They're never going to get to that point, in my opinion, because they are booking for profit. They're not booking to build a story. They're, they don't care about it. They'll drop anything at the dime of a uh, the drop of a hat to make money. They're never going to let storylines develop long enough to build proper characters because they're just gonna be like, ah, well, you know, we can put Daniel Bryan in this match, and that'll get a lot of eyeballs on it. Let's do it. It was honestly, it makes me feel like with that, the way they made that decision, zero sense. Because right now, like I said, on the WWE Network, as we're recording this live, right after Survivor Series 2018, there is a special of 300, uh, 365, the, the year of AJ, AJ Styles. Styles. Who would your have been in the main event of this match. Your cover of your video game that's selling hotcakes, AJ Styles. The guy that you believed that they were booking to defeat CM Punk's record for title. He's already over a year. He only needed to go till just about... Somewhere between, I don't know. I think even Brock Lesnar did it, didn't he? Well, he did, but he wasn't the WWE oh, champion. Yeah. Um, anyways, but the point of this is, he wasn't on the card, and now you're, you're, how does that roll into this network event? And you don't even see him. He doesn't have any impact on the end of the night. Like, even if the match ends, Daniel Bryan loses, a great match, and then, you know, maybe even AJ Styles comes, comes out. out and just looks at him. Yeah. Just like, I could have, like, or he goes up to Brock Lesnar and said, I would have beat you. Yeah. Something that I makes you go. I want my belt back, anything. Yeah, any of that. Something that makes you go, oh, that's what's to come. Because you have to imagine, TLC, if I'm going to look ahead, Buck, I'm guessing you're going to get Brian versus AJ Styles. I don't know if they'll do a ladder match there. They probably should. Hopefully. I just wonder with Daniel Bryan. By the way, I thought he was toast after that first half. Uh, oh, yeah. Suplex. He looked like that was a legitimate good sell. His he looked like he was done. His neck hit, his head hit directly on that mat. And that is scary because we are really underappreciating what Daniel Bryan's really I would say it's through. a good thing, though, because it looks like he can clearly do just about anything That's now. That's a good if point. If he's able to take that bump, and Mike Chioda just, you know, obviously went over, checked on him quick. Yeah. Talk and to me, Daniel. Yeah, Talk to was, me. He was fine. So yeah. that's that's a good sign. It was, and he took a beating. Yeah. He was whooped. But you know what it showed, too? He's got the legs, the, the, um, the in, you know, endurance and condition. Like, he can go, that guy. Like, Daniel Bryan, this is, we need this day of Bryan more. Like, these longer matches. I don't know what this match topped out at. 15. Probably some, yeah, everyone gets some 15, 16 minutes. But he was like, oh, 18. 18 oh, minutes. That's shocking. So, um, you know, that's, that's, that's the longest Brock Lesnar match in a long time. 
yeah. Might be since, since, since Cena. The first Cena. Again, yeah. and so, like maybe he I think he might have went a decent amount of time with uh Triple H actually at WrestleMania too. But um all those WrestleMania. This would have been a great these they gave away money matches. I mean yes. it was a pay per view, so they didn't technically give them away, but with no build, like this was a match for WrestleMania. Both of them. Both of them. Both those last two matches, if that's how WrestleMania ends, I have my uh, it's been a better ending than any of the WrestleManias lately. Really. Uh, I have my tickets booked. Me and uh, Din, we're going to WrestleMania. Bill, hopefully we'll see you there. Maybe, Maybe times yeah. will change. Yeah. We never know. Yeah. But if this is how it ends... Yeah, you're happy. That is incredible. That is exactly you would be happy. Like, I'm still surprised that this past WrestleMania, they had that Charlotte Oscar match, like the second match on the card, and it was excellent. Yeah. Too bad we haven't seen... Uh, Asuka, Asuka do anything? That, really. yeah, I love her. Yeah, me too. I thought her and Ronda Rousey her. should be a great main event one day. Like, Asuka is arguably, the, if not the best, the second best woman in the company when yeah. it comes to just in-ring talent, and they really haven't used it much. Yeah, it's like the last important thing they care about. It's yeah. unfortunate. But I thought, you know, you know, I'm not going to be a star ratings match guy maybe maybe on this we don't really do that but if you were to give we'll go six you know we're since we're kind of going to be in the universe of the dork podcast um six stones you get six so out of six what would you rank this pay-per-view this pay-per-view uh it was it was it was shockingly good i'll you can give halves too so you can go ah i'd give it four and a half honestly it was i thought it was very enjoyable. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm actually, unfortunately, going to say the same thing. Four and a half stones out of six on this one. Dan, you want to give it a rating from the distance? You want to come over here and give this uh, four out of six rating Which from your match? perspective? No, the whole the whole event. You have to come close to the microphone. Oh. Who would you say out of six stones? Okay, I'm feeling the pressure. Oh, out of six. Out of six. Get a little closer. Get up on that mic. Happy birthday, by uh, the way. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it was a special night. It's special night in this house. <laughs> uh, I'd say. Four and a half. Oh Jesus! Now we're just. This is just cliche. Well, <laughs> I didn't and even half. hear what yeah. you guys said. Four and a half. I we wasn't listening. So, I was on Facebook. What was your favorite match of the night? Ooh, I'd have to say Brock Lesnar, Daniel Bryan. Wow. Okay. So we want Charlotte and Ronda. Yeah. That's what you guys said. Yeah. Yeah. I think my heart okay. was more into the like. I, I get emotional when it comes to Daniel Bryan anytime. He is like the closest yeah. thing to Bret Hart for me, like as a kid. So, uh, but yeah, there's a good match. There's no bad choices there. Basically, it's what you want from a paper. You know what we did here that we haven't seen in a long time. That enjoyed card, it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Not only enjoyed had it, fun. But <laughs> had reasonable, good storylines that were entertaining. But just like the ending was good. Yeah. For the first time in a long time, usually the beginning of the card's really good. Tapers in the middle, okay, and then the end, you're like, ah, that sucks. And it usually involves Brock Lesnar. Oh, I came close to just like losing my yeah. fucking mind. But that, I, I was trying like, to you, jump out the window. You being that frustrated even got me a little aggravated because I see you text. I'm like, just watch the damn match. But then it all turned around and made it so much better for all involved so yeah i think four out of five is uh, four out of six is a perfect rating for this why is it four out of six four and a half out of six sorry no no, no but why six, is it six, six stones the infinity stones from uh, oh all right yeah, that dork that. podcasting yeah we're yeah. in the universe we're in the yeah. shared universe you're now officially in the shared universe all right cool yeah so there's there's the you're gonna have to now download the uh, mac and goo podcast so am i like the uh ant-man of this universe like Ooh, slightly connected no you'd have to even go lower than that i think oh, all right. uh, <laughs> no offense i think i'm like ant-man uh you could be the wasp all right, that's cool. <laughs> you have a nice ass and a great rack and look good in a suit. All right. Or what was um what was Michelle Pfeiffer? You could be like Michelle Pfeiffer's character. Did you see Ant-Man the Wasp? Uh, no. All right, you got to see that. It's good. All right. uh, do you want me to get my rankings out of all the uh, No, we've MCU? done that before. That makes me it makes in- you upset? incredibly mad, yeah. Okay. What do you think the best MCU movie is? Uh... Guardians, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy. Galaxy. Boom. Look at that. It sucks when you agree with people, but nonetheless. So that Survivor Series Thor in Ragnarok 2. Oh, <laughs> bottom, bottom half. But uh, good movie. Nice, good laughs, good laughs. What do you think of the Meg? 
absolutely <laughs> terrible. It was one of the worst storyline movies I've seen in such a long time. The Meg may have it been. It was written by WWE, I'm convinced. Honestly, it might have been one of like their writers, because it was one of the worst... I, great idea. That shark was for, booked like AJ Styles the last few years. He's like the champ, no. but he's not really menacing. Yeah, I guess that's a good way to put it. Actually, I want to one day do a standalone. Maybe this could be a YouTube thing we'll, we'll, we'll work on. But I want to do like AJ Styles' run in WWE because I think it's actually one of the best runs there's ever been for somebody that just booking wise, like they've never actually dipped below that. Like we can't. Oh believe. yeah, he's Aside been from his, he's been highly booked, but the whole he's way. been shittily booked that, for a little while. Yes, but I think the point what I'm trying to say is he's actually been like. A mega star of, the whole time. And like thought of the whole way through. Yeah. But that's a, a thought for another time. So yes, Survivor Series wrapping up. Final thoughts on it? Uh, said a lot. Pleasantly surprised. Genuinely shocked. Uh, usually I am horrified by watching wrestling lately, and this was a, a completely different experience. I, I, I enjoyed myself I'll take all the credit for it being enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, it was a great event. So again, we give it four and a half out of six. Uh, we'll see what it, where we go from here, and we'll be back with you. Uh, Bill, thanks for uh, hanging around recording. Uh, this is potentially Rossi on Wrestling. We don't really know. Uh, we'll see. WEI put me over. WEI put me over.